What's up, y'all? This is Alan Stein Jr., and you are listening to my friend, colleague, and mentor, Greg White, with 3FromTheCorner.com. Hello, welcome to our first time uh, getting together like this. Uh, I'm your host, like my good friend, thank him, Alan, for the introduction. My name's Greg White. I'm a high school basketball coach from Northwest Arkansas, and glad you found your way here. Um, and let's kind of talk about how did we end up here. Um, can we're all doing the same thing, I guess, sitting around, trying to figure out what went wrong for basketball in 2020. I mean, let's face it, we now exist on a planet without the game we all love, and not just basketball, without any sports to tune into. Uh, no one could imagine something like this. No March Madness, no high school state championships, nothing. The NBA shut down. Uh, this is the best time of the year for us coaches, and uh, it's gone. It's taken from us, and it just kind of feels wrong right now. Uh, but, you know, the, the kind of going back this whole basketball year just kind of felt weird. Um, ever since the calendar turned to 2020, uh, you know, you remember back in January, that Sunday morning when uh, when we found out about Kobe and his daughter and the seven other lost their lives in a tragic accident. And, you know, it almost felt fake then and it kind of felt, felt wrong for a while. Uh, then we get to February, you know, we're starting to kind of creep back into some sort of reality. All-star game. You know, we've got the celebration of Kobe's life. The games are really starting to pick up in college and high school. Um, everyone's gearing up for postseason play. And then we start hearing about something going on in China. And uh, for most of us, you know, we, we know where we're at right now. And I can tell you it's for a lot of people, um, based on your age, that you probably listen to this, this is one of the craziest, if not the craziest thing we've ever seen. You know, we lived through 9-11 and... The, the, the fright of not knowing what was next, what was going on. Uh, you know, the big difference I could see right now, though, is between then and now is now things are, the chaos seems like it's taken over more, and, and there we were all on the same team. You know, we, we weren't blaming anyone but the people that orchestrated the attacks. And uh, that's what happens when you don't really know what's going on. Uh, you're always looking for a blame, a cause, and... You know, we've lived through other things, guys in my generation, uh, swine flu and other medical scares. And But this just feels different because there, it's, I don't know, there's something going on that we just can't get a grip on. Um, but what we've always had was we always had sports. We've always had sports to turn to in hard times, and now we don't. And, and, and that's kind of affecting us. So, so that's kind of why I'm here. Um, and, and that's what's next. That's kind of the reason I'm, I'm doing this. Um, you know, I've, I've been on Twitter for a while. I do, I've done some blogs. I've spoken clinics. But this is a way that we can kind of start to, hopefully, if, you know, we find a way to connect and can stay connected, um, talk about what our game needs next. And if you know anything about me and my basketball story, I mean, you've heard um, some of my mentors, people that I've, I really respect, I spend time trying to learn from. Um, I'm strongly influenced by, by a coach named Tate's Lock. Uh, Tate's um, is by far the best teacher of the game of basketball I've ever been around. Uh, he's he's one from the last he's one of the last from the generation that just loved to teach and share the game of basketball. You know, Tate's uh, hired Bobby Knight at at West Point 
um, and the stories he can tell. I mean, they're, I, I can't do it justice all the time when I try to tell the stories that he's told and shared with me and, and others. But every summer, you know, Tate makes a comment that I've, I've really tried to live out and make one of my, um, kind of my coaching mantra, you know, my motto. And, and in fact, that's what I'm going to name this podcast after, and, and it's going to be the theme behind the podcast. You know, Last of the Cowboys. And, and people always ask me, what's that mean? And uh, it, to me, it's real simple. It's a call to protect the purity of the game of basketball. The last line of protection. The last ones out there. That's us. That's the coaches. Our job is real simple. To protect the game, to share the game, and to love it. Like, and to love the game and teach others to love it the way we fell in love with it. So, you know, in the next few um, episodes that we get together, I'm hoping we can share, uh, whether it's through stories of guests or impacts that people have made, how the game has really touched lives. Not just coaches, uh, fans, referees, and some just, you know, that just love the game of basketball. They want to come on and share and talk about their story and their journey and try to help others because what one thing I found is it doesn't matter what your address is we're all dealing with a lot of the same things um, no matter what level you coach on we're all dealing with a lot of the same things and there's something special about basketball coaches because they're willing to share so so that's why we're here we'll ask the Cowboys um, I hope during these times of uncertainty that we can all relate and find a way to remember why we love the game and, and the relationships that this game has blessed us with and how it's impacted our lives. Because right now, I think, you know, there's no games going on. There's no practice going on. We're encouraging, you know, people to stay away from the court, to stay away from each other. And that, that's, that's tough in our, our line of work and everything that we do. You know, the uncertainty for college coaches on recruiting, um, they're sending their players home. Well, there's nowhere to work out right now, and so we're all kind of in the same boat of just what's next. And I'm hoping that we can spend some time, you know, in conversation together and, and breaching out that we can hopefully find what's next and find a way to get back some normalcy. But focusing on the right now, I, I mean, I just kind of feel lost, and I think a lot of you guys do too. Um, had a conversation last week with the guys from the Hoopheads podcast about this time of year is a learning time and, and now there's there's nothing to learn from. It's all gone. And uh, nothing to watch, you know, and there's really kind of what do we do next? I know that's one of, one of the questions I've asked myself and asked others. And so I kind of thought about that and um, just wanted to spend some time uh, you know, talking about some ideas uh, that we're going to cover on this podcast that we're going to cover with some other groups and some uh, online clinics that are coming up and big thing is just trying to find a way to make something positive out of what seems like such a negative uh, situation not just here but around the world you know there, there's always the option to dive into your past season and, I, and I, I see the benefit of that but also know that you know you're not going to be the same as you were last year unless you return every player no seniors um, you're not going to be the same and so I think right now with the focus not being on ourselves, um, that we need to look other places than ourselves. The fact that we are you know, not allowed in a lot of places to be uh, 
preparing our off-season plans, our, our workouts. You know, we, we need to look other places, and hopefully there, we can find some resources, and I can share those with you. Um, but here's a couple things that I'm, I'm going to do, and I want to share those with you guys as well, and see if it helps you uh, get through this kind of uncertainty. Uh, one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to find five teams to study. Uh, the first team is going to be the team I couldn't beat. Uh, and this year there were a couple of those guys, but there'll be a team that I, I just can't beat, that I couldn't find a way to crack their code, couldn't find a way to figure out what they were doing on offense, studying their defense. Um, that's one of the things I really want to find a way to dig into. So I'm going to find that team, and with all the game film I have on them, and just watch and just study and prepare for them. Because one of the things I've learned uh, from, from older coaches is – Players change, teams play change, coaches don't. Coaches will find a tendency and stick to it. Um, they'll modify a little bit, but for the most part, they are who they are. They're, they're doing what they want to do unless they just can't do it. And then a lot of times that's when they change jobs. Second team I want to study is the team I want my team to be like on defense. Now, an easy choice for that is somebody say, oh, Texas Tech or Virginia. Uh, and they're both in their contrasting styles. You know, the last championship game we got to see uh, featured those two teams. But find a team that you want your guys to play like on defense, whether it's intensity, how much they talk is a big one. Finding a team in, in clips of, their, of how much they talk um, would be a great resource for your team and, and just really focusing on the defensive end. Our game is very evolved offensively. You know, it's become... Uh, that's the fun part everyone wants to work on. So I think as our coaches, staff, you've got to spend some time on the defensive side. That's going to be a lot. Um, I'm more of an offensive coach myself. It's more fun. Players enjoy it more. I enjoy it more. It's called a scoreboard for a reason. But you've got to find a, a way to find some part of defense that you can tie into your DNA and your program. So find a team that you want to be like on defense and study those. Another one that I'm excited about is finding an international team, a FIBA team. Um, you know, it, earlier in the year, I'd spend most of my morning watching FIBA games via, on YouTube. Uh, there's so many games out there. so many ways to watch games now. You can watch almost anything uh, live. You can definitely catch things that were previous. But we have so many resources to watch. And... Um, I'm going to spend some time picking a program, um, a pro team in FIBA, and, or an international team, and just watching how they play, their spacing, uh, everything they do. One thing you'll see is their skill, and that's something we're going to try to add with our program, is finding a program um, in Europe that'll share you know, exactly when they start, their skill work with the younger players and how they deal with it. Um, wanting to make sure that the next big guy that comes through our program is skilled like they are, not just you know a screen setter and a rebounder in a dunk spot. So really trying to add some skill to our five, and I think the best way to do that is by studying our international game. Another team um, I want you to focus on, and, and you know, and, and I've, I've been about this on Twitter, I've had these conversations with people, you can't call yourself a basketball fan if you don't watch every level of basketball. And I think one of the best examples we dealt with that was with Kobe Bryant and his love for the women's game. 
Now, I've heard people say, well, if he didn't have a daughter, he wouldn't be that way. I don't believe that because I believe Kobe understood basketball more than on a level that I don't think we can comprehend, honestly. I think he was a basketball genius. And listening to Gino, Ariema talk, listening to Coach K talk about him, he, he was on a different level. Um, a couple of days ago, I shared a friend of mine, Jeff, on Twitter, talked about he has broke down the Kobe mentality. And if you haven't watched those, it's worth the ESPN Plus just to get the Kobe mentalities, uh, to listen to him break down games and teach. And so I would find a women's team. Um, can be WNBA, can be NCAA, but you're going to see a pure form of basketball. It's played below the rim for the most part, um, but, you know, great shooting, great space, and great coaches. Um, really, really good coaches in the women's game. And I think you would be, if you're not already doing it, you'd be surprised at how much it'll benefit your team by watching how they play and spending some time in the, on the women's side. And if you're a women's coach, I think you should do the same thing on the men's. I think they probably do more because there's more of a resource. But I definitely, if you're coaching on the men's side of basketball, especially high school, junior high, you really need to be watching NCAA women and WNBA women. Uh, the last one would be a team of your choice. And I, and I think that goes into, you know, we all find a guy we want to follow. We all find a guy that, you know, oh, I, wanna, I wish I could coach like that. I want to be like that. Um, for me, it's pretty easy. My two guys would probably be Frank Martin, uh, University of South Carolina, or Buzz Williams at Texas A&M. Um, both in our league here. I'm in, I'm in Northwest Arkansas, so we're in the SEC. I get to see those guys. But I, I challenge you to find a team that you can really dig into. Um, it's really easy to pick the Blue Bloods. No, Maryland, I think those are two of the top coaches in our country. But so many times a young coach will come to me and say, oh, well, you know, I want to I do this like Duke or I want to do that. Well, you better, I mean, you're never going to have players like Duke, honestly. If you're in a high school setting, you're probably never going to have five guys on the floor that do all that. And a lot of us are never going to have guys on the floor that are playing the SEC or another bit power five. So you've got to find a team that you can relate to, um, their structure. You have to find a team that you can relate to their coaches, how hard they play and really kind of just dig into as exciting as you can get about that. And, and I think what you'll find is at this time, especially with everything going on, um, if you reach out to an assistant coach, a uh, video guy, um, you're going to get some great feedback. Because right now I've seen I don't, countless uh, on social media about you know, wanting to connect, wanting to talk basketball, because we all love it. I mean, we all love it at this time of year. We, you know, you're excited you're still playing, or you had a great year and it's over, or you had a bad year and it's over. But March was always that time of hope, because you got to see a team make a run. You got to see some things that we normally don't deal with. And so that that's my thing there is, that's my last point, was you've got to connect with other coaches. Um, you know, Twitter's as great as you allow it to be. Um, you can make it an online basketball clinic every time you get on there. You can make it an online gripe fest, too. So you got to be careful on it. And, and a lot of you guys that have been with me for a while know, I mean, I used to be kind of all tie about stuff and would love to pick an argument. But, you know, I've realized the, there's, there's things that need to come out and there's things that just need to be a, uh, I'm going to let that one go. And making sure you connect and follow the right people on Twitter uh, will change uh, change a lot of things for you.
there's so many good guys out there that will post quality content, uh, whether it's comments, whether it's videos, and I'm able to, uh, you know, save those and go back through them. And then, you know, video chats, hooking up your laptop, you know, FaceTime with a coach. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be as big as a webinar, and there's great ones like that, but it can simple be me and you on a face chat or you and another coach on a, on a getting on there with a FaceTime and you've got a notepad, I've got a notepad, and we're able to talk basketball. And, and that's what I love about basketball coaches is I believe they share so much. And hopefully, um, hopefully we'll be able to go visit and get on campus with coaches or, you know, sit down somewhere and have a cup of coffee with another coach and just talk basketball because I think it's what we're all missing right now. You know, it's easy to say, I miss the games, I want to be watching the tournament, but I think we just miss basketball as a whole, not the competition part, just watching the game and watching and learning from coaches. And it's not just coaches right now, too. Um, there's a lot of referees that had their season called off. Um, guys that had worked hard to get state championships in high school. Guys that had worked hard to you know, call in postseason in college. And I, I think there's just that void that we're just, we miss the game of basketball. And, and that's something that I don't know when it's going to go away for any of us. Last thing I would tell you is uh, I think it's been good for some of us to be away from the game. This is the first time in most that we can remember that the game wasn't there. And that's a tough comment to say, but the game isn't here right now. You know, it's still in our hearts, it's still in our mind. But unless you're watching an older game or uh, finding something, I mean, it's not there. You know, we're, we're locked down for practice. We're in our mandatory, uh, you know, gyms are closed, no contact with our athletes for practice. Um, you know, so right now I'm a, I'm a basketball coach talking to you guys. Um, and, and I think a lot of us feel the same way. So, until we know what's going on, um, you know, the big thing I think we can all do is take care of our families, take care of ourselves, um, and just, you know, if, if, if you're a person of faith, you know, you've got to be praying for our leadership, for our country, I mean, for our medical professionals that are dealing with it. You know, I think it's a, like I said earlier, it's a time of uncertainty. Um, but the one thing's for certain, you know, we all love the game of basketball, and, and that's why I'm here, and that's why you're here. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the rundown of the first one. Um, you know, we will have some guests. We'll have some other quick topics. The goal is to uh, get on and get off and get better. Uh, you know, if maybe you can pop this in on a treadmill or a quick drive to work or a quick morning. But... Hopefully you'll find something uh, out of tonight, out of this episode, out of the next episode, and we can keep growing the game and protecting it. So that's going to be it for the uh, first of the Last of the Cowboys podcast. Uh, I hope we're all back in the gym soon. Uh, until then, take care of yourself so we can take care of the game.